Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. It's Ben Break with Vanessa Dion, and every Wednesday we check our spiritual vitals, making sure we're just in a place and an atmosphere where God is. So I thank God for this atmosphere. I thank God for this platform. I thank God for just making way and opportunity for us to learn of him this morning, giving us breath in our body, fresh air. I just thank God for... You know what I'm saying? Just creating the space for us to be here. And thank you for Chaos Block Talk Radio for having Vent Break. And thank y'all for watching through Instagram, YouTube, or if you're listening um, through the radio show. So before we start, we're going to pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, thank you, God, for a new day. Thank you for new breath in our body. Thank you for a new mind this morning for us to think different thoughts, for us to create different opportunities, for us to walk into a new day. Um, just with something fresh and new on our mind, God, um, I thank you for the resources that you've created for us to be able to learn, to be able to grow, to be able to be more fruitful on this earth, God. I thank you for your power that helps us shift our mindset, shift our situation, shift our circumstances um, just by thinking better thoughts or thinking how you would think, how you would want us to think, God. I thank you for the renewal of our mind daily, God. Um, I thank you for your love. I thank you for your patience. I thank you for being consistent. I thank you for your unchanging hand, God. I thank you for you just being who you are alone, Lord. I thank you and I praise you. Um, I love you, God. I thank you, I praise you, and I love you. Um, This morning, before I pray for anything, before I ask you for anything, God, I pray and I ask for forgiveness. Please, Lord, I pray and ask for you to Look into our hearts, God, and purify our hearts, God. Open us up so that we can change and that we can grow, God, and we can be better vessels and better people for you, Lord. Um, I pray for us to be able to learn something this morning, God. I pray for us to be able to plant that seed inside of our hearts, God, for us to be able to learn um, and grow and just be better people, Lord. I pray and I ask you for you to lead and guide this episode, God. I pray for you to pour into me as I pour out. I pray for you to be able to be my my eyes, God, be my ears this morning, Lord. I pray for you to remove me out the way and for you to speak this morning, God. I pray for you to lead. Um, and I pray for you to be able to calm our minds this morning, God, so that we can learn and we can grow. And I pray that you push us into growth this morning. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So um, good morning, y'all. Um, this morning, God gave me a few things. I'm going to see which ones he wants me to talk about, and I might be able to say so for next week. So the first thing we're going to talk about is affirmations. You know, sometimes we have affirmations in the morning, um, on Wednesday mornings, depending on the week, depending on how God leads or whatever. So this morning we have one. And um, God told me to wrote, write down, just look up, you know, what does affirmations mean, look through different websites or whatever to just see what they say. And this one stuck. It says, affirmations are positive statements that help you overcome self-sabotaging and negative thoughts. So that's what um, an affirmation is, you just speaking that life over yourself, just being able to be like, you know what, um, I am peace. You know what? I am more than a conqueror. You know what? Um, I will put my best foot my best foot forward today. It's just you speaking that over yourself versus you listening to the negativity. You're commanding something to be positive. So again, it's affirmations are positive statements that help you overcome self sabotaging and negative thoughts. Um, I wrote down our goal is our goal is for our lives to be. 
Okay, our goal is for our lives to absorb these words. That's what I wrote down. Our goal is for our lives to be able to absorb the words. So instead of allowing ourselves to absorb negativity, instead of allowing ourselves to absorb what other people think or what other people say, what do you say over yourself? What does God say about you? You know what I mean? Versus the negative ones that creep in. And then I wrote down Proverbs 18 and 21. It says, your tongue has the power of life and death. Those who love to talk will eat the fruit of their words. So it's important for us to be mindful of what we speak over ourselves. So our first affirmation, our only affirmation this morning is, I will remain focused. Our affirmation this morning is, I will remain focused. So um, sometimes we may not even notice that we've gotten off track. Um, and wherever our our goals are, whatever whatever our quote-unquote destination is, which the destination always changes, but wherever we're going in life, sometimes we don't even notice that we got off. Or in other times, we see that we're being distracted, but we don't deny ourselves. We don't tell ourselves no. Sometimes we can see the distractions coming. We can see the situations coming in our lives. We can see that the enemy can, could be using this as a tactic to get us off course, but we fail to deny ourselves in those moments. See what I'm saying? We fail to tell ourselves no. And, of course, this is easier said than done, but, again, this is just an affirmation for us to speak that life over ourselves as I will remain focused because it can be easy for us to get off course. It can be easy for us to get distracted. It can be easier for us to um, not want to push ourselves or grow or to not necessarily that we don't want to grow, but sometimes growth is hard. Sometimes moving forward is hard. Sometimes our 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 mental just isn't in the best place to move, to, to grow or to, you know what I'm saying, let's keep it real. Sometimes we're not in the mental space to think of better or think of the best for ourselves. So it's important for us to speak that life over ourselves that I will remain focused. You get what I'm saying? So that when we're in a situation that is trying to keep, keep our eyes off God or keep our eyes off the course that we're going in, we can tell ourselves, no, I will remain focused. You know what I mean? Um, uh, this affirmation is a good reminder to ourselves to keep the main thing the main thing. Keep God first in our lives. Keep what God has placed inside of us number one in our life. You get what I'm saying? Because sometimes distractions, distraction, they distract. Sometimes distractions, they win in certain situations. So it's important for us to have things in our life that push us um, to grow and to be better. Um, remember, okay, remember an affirmation is a positive statement that helps you overcome self-sabotaging and negative thoughts. So you getting distracted or giving into desires you know that you've been battling with is self-sabotage. That is self-sabotage, literally. If it's blocking you from growth, it's self-sabotage. If it's keeping you from your goals in life, it's self-sabotage. If it's preventing you from accomplishing things in your life or blocking your blessings, it's self-sabotage. You get what I'm saying? If it's holding you back from where you want to be or where you see that you're going, it's self-sabotage. So we have to pick better choices. If we continue to do the same thing, we're going to continue to get the same thing. So it's important for us to remain focused as much as we can. Like I said, it's better. It's easier said than done sometimes, but it's good for us to implement things in our life, preventative things in our life that if I know that I always give in to this, if I know that lately I've been um, allowing this to distract me or allowing this to, you know, I failed these last few tests, what can I do to pass this next time? What can I do to be able to be like, to look at the, the test and be like, you know what, I'm ready for this because I know what to do. You get what I'm saying? I will remain focused. It's good to speak life over yourself. I will remain focused. Um so that's our first affirmation. That's our only affirmation. And we're going to jump in to our word for this morning. It really was, this wasn't the word I had this morning, but 
You know what I'm saying? Sometimes God takes the wheel and he be like, this is what I want you to talk about. So I guess this is what we're going to talk about. So we're coming from Matthew chapter 4. And we might have time for the other one too, but this is what God wanted me to speak on for right now. We're going to Matthew chapter 4. Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 through 11. Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 through 11, this is talking about when the enemy tempted Jesus in the desert after his fast. Um, actually, we're talking about this morning. So we're going to read through. This is the NIRV. So it's a little, I like this version because it's a little easier to break down the word, um, but it's always good to flip through King James and another version that you like. So we're going to go ahead and jump in. Um, the Holy Spirit led Jesus into the desert. There the devil tempted him. After 40 days and 40 nights of going without eating, Jesus was hungry. The tempter came to him. He said, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. So I just want to pause real quick. Say that the enemy knows how to get us, sadly. He does. He knows in what places that we're vulnerable, we're open. We are in a place of uh, in between. We're in a place of maybe doubting God. We're not our strongest right now. And that's the place that he sees as opportunity. Okay, let me see if she'll trip. Let me see if she'll fall. Let me see if she'll take her eyes off God if I come in this way, if I come in this form. Because Jesus just came off of a fast. He's weak. Well, he's died, so I won't say he's weak, but let's put it in 100% human us. Coming up with a fast of not eating, you are open. You are vulnerable. Sometimes we are weak physically and maybe even spiritually. But those are the, that's the time. Now I'm saying that to say that that's a time that maybe the devil could come in. And we're not even, we don't even have to talk about a fast. Let's just put it in perspective of wherever we're at in our life. Maybe we just got out of a breakup. Maybe we just lost a loved one. Maybe a friend just, you know, whatever, whatever, blase, blase. We're open right now. We're in a vulnerable place right now. The enemy can see those as places for, to tempt us, to get our eyes off of God. Cool. So the tempter came to him, came to Jesus. He said, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. If you are the son of God, first of all, testing Jesus. Let's talk about it. Testing Jesus. If you're the son of God, do this. Jesus came back with the word. Jesus answered, it is written, man must not live only on bread. He must also live on every word that comes from the mouth of God. That's another thing is that we have to know our word because the enemy will come in different forms and different shapes. It's good for us to be able to come back with the word of God. No, the word says this. God says this. This is what I know to be true. In the garden, um, in the beginning, how the enemy came against Eve and was saying, like, Eve was like, you know, if I, um, if I eat this fruit, I will die, the enemy. I mean, you won't surely die, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, are you sure you're going to die? You sure God said that? You know what I'm saying? He's going to come at different angles. We have to be ready. We have to have our armor. We have to have our word. We have to be able to come back and be like, you know what? No, my God says this about my situation. I know that this is causing confusion in my mind, so therefore I know it's not of God. You get what I'm saying? Cool. So Jesus came back with the word. Then the devil took Jesus to the holy city. He had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down. It is written, the Lord will command his angels to take care of you. They will lift you up in their hands. Then you won't trip over a stone. Mind you, this is the enemy coming at Jesus with the word. Y'all. The de devils believe in God, too. You know what I'm saying? 
this is the enemy coming against Jesus with the word. We have to be armored. We have to be ready. If he came against Jesus, you get what I'm saying? I see your scripture. I'm going to look at that in a minute. Okay. So Jesus answered to him and said, it is also written, do not test the Lord your God. Stop playing with me. You get what I'm saying? Stop playing with me. Cool. Finally, the devil took Jesus to, the, to a very high mountain. He showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. If you bow down and worship me, he said, I will give you all of this. How is the enemy coming at Jesus with something that Jesus already, you get what I'm saying? It's already mine, and that's what the devil will do. God, we are already kingdom children. We're already children of God. The world is already ours. I won't say the world is ours, but what God has for us is already ours. Don't allow the enemy to be able to entice you with things that will satisfy your flesh, saying that, I got this. If, you know what I'm saying? Like, a, like the fact that he's literally telling Jesus that if you worship me, I'll give you this, it's already ours, okay? So like I said, the enemy will come in places that when we are vulnerable, we are weak, that just like how he's tempting Jesus right off of a fast, you could be coming out of a breakup. You could be coming out of a, a divorce. You could be coming out your kids acting up, your kids being bad, your job getting on your nerves. You're in a vulnerable place. We have to stay guarded. What do we run to when we're open? You get what I'm saying? What do we go to when we ha- when we're we're not in our best place, when we're not at our best, when we're not at our our highest, and we're worshiping and we're praising and we're we have positive thoughts and positive thinking? When we're not up there, what do we go to? Because those are places that the enemy can come in and distract us and get us off course. You get what I'm saying? It's okay if you got to take your time on on this on this walk that you're in and this season that you're in. It could be a slow paced walk, but don't get off course. You can stay in your lane and stay right here, but just walk it out a little slower. You get what I'm saying? You can stay in your pace, your, your lane and stay right here where you're at with God, but walk that thing out a little slower. You get what I'm saying? But don't get off track. Don't allow the enemy to, to feed you things that are false. He can't, He's literally the, the author of lies. We got to remember that. He is the author of lies. He will deceive us, okay? So it's important for us to stay guarded when we're in those vulnerable places, when we're not at our best. What do we go to when we're not at the high, at, at, at positive thinking? What do we run to? Because those are the places that the enemy could come in and you know get us off course. So if the enemy attacked Jesus while he was fasting, he also will attack us when we're at low places too. So it's important to stay guarded. You get what I'm saying? So we're gonna keep reading. We're in Matthew chapter four. Now we're at verse. We can stay at eight. We're at eight. Finally, the devil took Jesus to a very high mountain. He showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. If you bow down and worship me, he said, I will give you all of this. Jesus said to him, get away from me, Satan. It is written, worship the Lord your God. He is the only one you should serve. Then the devil left Jesus. Angels came and took care of him. Uh, When we are tempted, when we are in a place of the devil coming after us, it's important to speak that word of God, one. And it tells us in the word, if you... Tell the devil to leave. He has to flee. Sometimes we're not fighting. Sometimes we're not wrestling. Sometimes we're not getting in that field for real. Sometimes we just allow, we just letting the devil win. We're allowing temptation to win. We're allowing distractions to win. And like I said, the devil will come in places that we're open, that we are vulnerable, that we may be quote unquote weak. But it's okay if right now we got to slow walk that thing, but stay in the course. Don't go another way just because it looks better. Don't go another way just because it seems more promising. God still got you even when it don't feel like it. God still got you even when you feel down right now. God is still there. He still got you. But we got to wrestle. 
Sometimes we got to get in that field and come back to devil with the word. Sometimes we got to get in that field and tell the devil, no, flee, I'm not going that way. God did too much for me for me to turn that way. God did too much for me, too, too much for me for me to allow you to distract me and get me, get me off course. And sometimes the devil knows us better than we know ourselves. The devil knows what distract, what would distract us and get off, get us off course, but we can't recognize it. You got to be honest with yourself and know that this way that took me this way too many times. I don't want to go that way no more. This way, I know what's, 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 I know what's behind this door if I open it. I'm not going to open it no more. It's important for us to do, deny ourselves, get in a place of denying ourselves, and we just talked about that. And sometimes we allow distractions to win just because we won't tell ourselves no. It's okay to tell yourself no and know yourself enough to know that that's not a good route for me to go. That's not a good page for me to turn. You get what I'm saying? That's not good for me. And it's sometimes, like I said, the devil will know what's better than we know ourselves. So be honest with yourself and know that this is a, this is a distraction and this is not of God and I shouldn't go this way. You get what I'm saying? Even if it looks good, if you have that feeling in your stomach of, eh, I don't know about that, listen to that feeling, okay? So, yeah, like I said, if the enemy came at Jesus, what – he gonna come at us. He come at us all the time. So it's important for us. I love how Jesus is giving us exact example of how to handle these situations. The word of God and just simply telling the devil, flee, get away from me, get away from me, Satan. It says in my word that this, get away from me, Satan, get away from me, Satan. So that's good for us to use this as an example of what to do when we're in these situations, how to handle these situations when we're in them. Tell the devil to flee. Tell the devil to get gone. Tell him to go find somebody else to play with because you ain't the one, okay? So do I want to end it there? I had another scripture I wanted to read. Um, that's, mm, I'm going to read it. We're going to browse through it real quick. We're going to browse through it real fast. Good morning, y'all, for the people just coming in. Good morning, good morning. Um, we're going to go to Matthew chapter 9, and we're going to wrap it up. This one is quick. This one is real quick and sweet. Matthew chapter 9, verses 9 through 13. Um, the title of this section in this word is Jesus, Cho- Jesus Chooses Matthew and Eats with Sinners. Jesus Chooses Matthew and Eats with Sinners. Oh, Hebrew 4. Hold on. My mom wants me to read Hebrew 4. What did you write up here? Hebrew 4 and 15. Good morning. Hebrew 4 and 15. Hold on. Hebrews 4 and 15. Oh, why I can't find Hebrew? Hold on, y'all. Give me a second. Okay, here we go. Hebrews 4 and 15 says, we have the high priest who can feel it when we are weak and hurting. Yes, we have a high priest who has been tempted in every way just as we are, but he did not sin. Yes. I'll read it again. We have a high priest who can feel it when we're weak and hurting. We have a high priest who has been tempted in every way, just as we are but did not sin. That's what I'm saying. Jesus is our example of being 100% human, 100% God, but don't forget that 100% human. He was tempted in the ways that we are tempted. He feels our pain. He knows what it feels like to be weak. He told God, Lord, take this cup. You know what I'm saying? But if it's your will, all right, I got you. You know what I'm saying? But he had the feeling, he knows what it feels like to be weak and hurting, literally knows how it feels. You get what I'm saying? But he did not sin. He always places a way for us to escape out of temptation, out of temptation. He places ways for us to escape out of our situations that are are here to distract us. You get what I'm saying? We got to stay focused. I love this. 
it shows so much like compassion that he's here and he's really walking with us. I love that scripture. Thank you, mommy. Um, okay, so Matthew chapter nine. Like I said, this is quick. We're going to run through it, and it said the title of this in the Bible, it says, Jesus chooses Matthew and eats with sinners. So we're going to go ahead and read. I have no notes. We just, I just like the scripture itself. As Jesus went on from there, he saw a man named Matthew. He was sitting at the tax collector's booth. Follow me, Jesus told him. Matthew got up and followed him. Later, Jesus was having dinner at Matthew's house. Many tax collectors and sinners came. They ate with Jesus and his disciples. Do I want to stop right there? I do want to start right there because God will use us to bring other people just like us. That's what I love about this story is that Jesus is sitting with the sinners in the tax collectors because, oh, oh, we just going to keep going. Okay. Later, Jesus was having dinner at Matthew's house. Many tax collectors and sinners came. They ate with the disciples and they ate with Jesus and his disciples. The Pharisees saw this. So they asked the disciples, why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? Jesus heard this. <laughs> I love Jesus. Jesus heard this. So he said, those who are healthy don't need a doctor. Sick people do. Go and learn what this means. <laughs> I want mercy, not sacrifice. I have not come to get those who think they are right with God to follow me. I have come to get sinners to follow me. Y'all. Jesus will come and get you out your pit, get you out your misery, come and grab you just to get other people that look like you too. You get what I'm saying? The church, the body of Christ isn't for people that got it all together. This is Jesus talking, God talking. I want the people that are sick. I want the people that need healing. I want the people that need something. You get what I'm saying? And it's just so beautiful how he went to Matthew and said, come. I need you. You get what I'm saying? I got you. I need you. Come follow me. You get what I'm saying? And then went to Matthew house. Let's go to Matthew house. Let's go kick it with Matthew. And bring your friends. Bring your people that you be with. Bring them too. I want to talk to them too. Let's kick it. You know what I'm saying? This is Jesus. You get what I'm saying? How things they are saved. Um, literally, like, this is Jesus talking. That is so beautiful, and we can use this in present time. Don't ever think you're too dirty. Don't ever think, ever think you got to get it together. Don't ever think you got to have all your ducks in a row. Don't ever think that you got to have this lined up, then I'm going to come. No, he went and got Matthew and said, bring your people with you. I want to sit with y'all. And if somebody got something to say, Jesus turned. Listen, I love that part because y'all, y'all can't tell me Jesus went. You can't tell me, okay? So what was I about to say? Hold on, y'all didn't got happy. What, it, what was I about to read? Uh, uh Oh, the Pharisees saw this. You know what I'm saying? The Pharisees, they this and that. They think they who. You know what I'm saying? They think they somebody. The Pharisees saw this, so they asked the disciples, why does your teacher eat with tax, tax collectors and sinners? Jesus heard this, and he turned and he answered. You know what? Let me tell you why. <laughs> he said, those who are healthy don't need a doctor. Sick people do. So go and learn what this means. I want mercy, not sacrifice. I want you to come to me and say, Lord, clean me up. Lord, Lord, purify me. Lord, I'm yours. I, 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 I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I want to get right. I want to get clean. I want to be healed. I'm dirty. I'm sick. I got this. I got that. Listen, this is what I got. 
You get what I'm saying? God rather that than you say, I don't do this no more. I don't do that anymore. I don't cuss anymore. I don't do that. But you still got all this other stuff going on within you. No, he wants you to just be like, Lord, you got me. You get what I'm saying? Kicking it with Jesus. Exactly. Who think they are? <laughs> yeah. So I love this story. I just wanted to share it. I just wanted to read it through and just put in perspective that Jesus loves us. You know what I'm saying? He really is love. He really is love. And if anybody got anything to say, he will justify us. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah, y'all, I love y'all for real. Um, I pray that we focus self-love and awareness. I pray that we make today a great day. I pray that we keep God first. Um, yeah, because he loves us so much. And I love stories like this that show us how much Jesus loves us. He loves us so much, and he won't answer for us. You get what I'm saying? So we don't got to defend ourselves. We don't got to, you know what I'm saying, blase, blase. He'll come and defend you. So, um, yeah, like Jesus was in the crib with them. Later, Jesus was having dinner at Matthew's house. Many tax collectors and sinners came. They ate with Jesus and his disciples. They were allowed at the table. You get what I'm saying? Probably ain't never felt accepted ever. You get what I'm saying? And here comes Jesus. Come and welcoming me in, talking to me, chilling with me, kicking it with me, communing with me, and I'm a I'm filthy. And I'm filthy. And his response back, I hear Jesus saying back to them, I want the people that sick. I want them, I want the people that look that people look down on. I want them. You get what I'm saying? And bring your friends with you. I got something for them too. I got water. I got living water. Okay? I got something for them too. So yeah, y'all, don't ever think that you got to have it together to come to Jesus. He wants you just as you are. Just be, you know what I'm saying? Come to him and be like, Lord, you know what I'm saying? I'm dirty. I need healing. I want to be, I want to be better. So, yeah, y'all, I love y'all. I pray that we soak yourself love and awareness. Make today a great day. Keep God first. Keep God number one in our lives. Um, Don't stress. God got you. So, yeah, make today a great day. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.